0: Christian, this is Kristen from the Positive Psychology Podcast I just wanted to say thank you for checking out uh, my station and um, congratulations that you talk about mental health, I've said it to other guys on Anchor, I'm always happy when I see uh, men talking actually about their feelings and their struggles, not because I want them to become more like girls or women, but because i think we are all humans and it's there are certain ways which are very destructive to deal with emotion and i think boys are socialized often in the wrong way and become guys who can struggle a bit um with emotions so yeah i think it's good that you're doing that and i hope You reach a lot of people, but especially also guys with your station. Cheers, bye-bye.
1: Hey, everybody. C-Note here for the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. Um, This is a bonus episode today because, well, it's kind of a nice follow-up to today's topic, which is depression and mental health and mental illness and struggle. Um, And much of it was telling my story, but uh, hey, go. Go, 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 go. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody was driving and uh, not moving. It's the problem of looking at your phone while you're driving. Uh, I'm on my way home from work because I decided to bow out today. I decided to take a mental health day. Slash, I'm also physically feeling sick. But I think that's also a result of stress and uh, and whatnot. I kind of caught myself just sort of staring at my computer and not really feeling like I was going to contribute today and I felt like I was going to have to qualify my emotions to everybody and while I'm more than happy to do that, like I really don't mind being open and talking to people about how I'm feeling um, it's just not something I wanted to deal with all day and um, I I just didn't have it. I don't want to pretend to give my best when I'm not and uh it's not good for, you know, personal, professional image, but it's also not good for myself to try to push through and um, just give a weaker version of myself, I guess you could say. Uh, I say weaker loosely, I mean, but but in, in a way it is. I mean, I'm, I'm also physically sick, and uh, it's just I need to go home and get some rest and, like, really just kind of let my brain relax and take my mind off of stuff. Um, I also am doing this bonus episode because I got a really great call in from Kristen of Positive Psychology, sort of commending me for um, talking about mental health, and particularly for men, and uh, I'm going to play that for you, and then I'd like to give my response because I think it's an interesting topic to talk about, particularly when it pertains to men and young boys and emotions and expressing yourself, and um, I I think it's um, something that needs to be done more often than it does. Uh, Society kind of holds us back from expressing emotions because it's not manly enough, or it's too feminine, or whatever the perception is, it's it's unhealthy, so I'm going to play that for you now. So, thank you, Kristen, for those kind words. Um, I I think it's true. I I think it's true that we need to, as men, talk about it more. Um, Particularly, like the examples I used in my last episode about Chester Bennington and uh, Chris Cornell, there's a big, there's an epidemic of older men in particular in their 40s where it's kind of cliche to say that it's like a midlife crisis. But I think a lot of men are coming into emotional turmoil and difficulty. They're losing their parents. They're going through more job difficulties. They're going through... um, Maybe they're losing their spouses. Maybe they're losing their uh, close friends. uh, And they really don't feel like they have anyone to turn to. It's uh, sort of a known thing that men, after their spouses die later in life, if their wives die before they do, unless, uh, unless men attach to someone else fairly quickly, a lot of men don't last very long after their wives die because they put a lot of emotional energy and support on their wives and not on many other people in their lives. Uh, women are known to last longer, for lack of a better phrase, because they have that emotional support system. Uh, men do not cultivate that. They have a lot of people in their lives that they maybe make jokes with or they spend time with but they don't really open up emotionally about how they're feeling even even aside from a mental health standpoint, from like a negative mental health standpoint um, maybe that's the big thing maybe that's, that's the shift is having people understand that mental health is not about ADD and bipolar disorder and all these other things, it's, mental health is about everyone Uh, and particularly for men um, reaching a lot of young, young men and really men of all ages to have them think outside of their own expectations and social structure and how they're meant to behave around people that's why I kind of preach like not giving a shit about what people think about you. Because that's what leads us to go down these paths of of, of not being emotional enough. We're sharing how we feel. Because it's taboo. You're like other men won't respect us because we don't express our emotions. That's nonsense. It's garbage. If you have men in your life, or anyone in your life, because women do it too who talk down to you because you're quote unquote not being manly because you express your emotions in the appropriate setting I don't mean being whiny all the time but being appropriately expressive of your emotions and being outward and realistic about it like that's a healthy thing to do and it's, it's good to have people around you that support that and understand that Uh, And and understand that you need to be aware of those things for for raising children as well. You know, you can let young boys cry. Let them work through their emotions. Because suppressing other emotions like sadness or disappointment ends up manifesting in anger. And ironically, it, it seems like anger is not seen as an emotion. Which is strange, because when you think about it, and it's been proven, uh, I don't have the research, so I guess look it up, (laughs) but from what I've read, I should say it's not proven, but from what I've read, men are typically more emotional than women are, but when people think of emotion, they think of crying and sadness, not anger and despair and depression and those deeper emotions. Um, I think... I think women are just better at expressing their emotions more openly because it's more of what's, I wouldn't say expected, but appropriate of them. Whereas men don't do that. Men end up manifesting that in anger, and we don't see that as an emotion in some strange way. It just kind of occurred to me now as I'm talking about it. But I think it's true. I think I think we ignore anger as an emotion, and a lot of a lot of men are angry or disappointed or or depressed or have strong emotions about things, but aren't expressing it in the right way. I hope I'm hoping that we're coming to a time where it's starting to slowly become more acceptable for for men to be openly emotional. Uh, uh, emotional in a positive and helpful way because it, it, it's interesting I, I hear a lot of stories from women about dating and um, dealing with situations where like men often don't express themselves throughout a relationship and then when they break it off uh, or, or a quick fling or maybe they have a crush on somebody and it doesn't go their way uh, a lot of men end up going on like emotional angry tirades towards women which is a completely different topic in a lot of ways because the way that that men are treating that is inappropriate but at the same time because men aren't openly expressing themselves more thoroughly throughout their lives and throughout their day it kind of comes out in these emotional bursts and I've been victim to that as well I've done that to other people too like you know if somebody I was getting close to um emotionally close to, suddenly close themselves off, that becomes an angry, emotional, intense thing. So men just end up showing their emotions in more, in in larger bursts, as opposed to spreading it out more naturally throughout their lives, if that makes sense. It's kind of like, it's kind of like thinking about work-life balance. Oh, someone's calling me. Hold on. Decline... Incoming call. Press the pickup button to answer. Can't talk. Incoming Text me. Call. Is it still recording? Okay. Woo! That was fun. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to keep that on the air. Why not? I should have just recorded... I should have answered and recorded it. But whatever. It's fine. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like thinking about the work-life balance. Like when you're spending all of your time at work and separating yourself from home life by the time you get home you might not necessarily have all of the energy you you would like to to focus on your family and and focus on the things that you want and need in life i think an effective balance is actually having all of those things like throughout your life meaning you're kind of working and working with family or um, integrating family and work into your life a little bit more as opposed to cleanly separating everything or putting so much energy into work 12 hours, 15 hours, 18 hours a day and not leaving time for family so that when you do get time for family it, it doesn't necessarily feel as good it all comes out you're trying to distill everything into a shorter amount of time And it doesn't feel worth it, and I think a lot of people struggle with that um, in their lives. Uh, It's tricky for for men because I think a lot of men already feel detachment from the family unit in a lot of ways. Like the the, it's just not the you know today's world is not the way that it used to be in terms of like. The, the father being the king of the castle and things like that. I'm not saying things should be that way but um, I'm saying that well I'm not really sure what I'm saying. <laughs> is, my brain's not working too well today. Um, what I'm really trying to say is that that men are feeling a little bit more detached from the family unit because they're being looked to as like the sole provider or anything like that it's a little bit more female focused I guess you could say and a lot of men maybe feel it more of a disconnect that's kind of what I'm thinking I'm just theorizing. Uh, I, I could be completely wrong but um, that's what I think is going on there um, it's tricky it's difficult but you know it's it's I think it's more difficult to be a man in the modern world than you think it is. I think there are a lot of perks, obviously, uh, a lot of positives, but I think because of the fight for equality and uh, a lot of other things going on that a lot of that stuff gets brushed under the table and it's important to, to work on everyone. So I want to end this version, this bonus episode of the podcast by talking about the notion that, that men should not feel emasculated by expressing their emotions. You should feel, I I think, I honestly think men being able to express themselves more often and more openly, uh, and, and learning how to express themselves appropriately um, would solve a lot of problems. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing how many problems, how many social issues are created by insecure men who aren't comfortable expressing themselves, um, and and not being really comfortable and open with that. I mean, you can look to our own president for that. He's a, you could tell he's a very insecure kind of guy, um, and and other other people in the public eye who are combative and difficult. I mean, a lot of people who are like. I I've, I've dealt with so many dudes at bars who were like trying to start fights because they felt like they needed to prove themselves or something. And then men fall into this trap of like alpha and beta nonsense and like all of that is garbage. Like it's all of it is a way to try to make themselves feel good about themselves. And then men also treat women inappropriately and aggressively because they need women in their lives as a source of validation. And when they don't get that, they get upset. Um, and it just, it's, it's a whole other big topic to really discuss. But I do think much of it is rooted in insecurity and rooted in the inability and inappropriateness of being able to express themselves emotionally and comfortably um, and, and feeling this pressure to, like, be quote unquote manly and fit into these these boxes of like being like being manly is about being disrespectful to women and and uh being a shithead and whatever being aggressive and and being loud and blah 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 it's like none of that matters none of that is like i hate all of this like quote unquote real man talk look being emotional being open about your emotions and being clear about who you are and making sure that you can qualify that to people and being respected by people is no different than ordering a sex on the beach at a restaurant and being judged. Because either way, look, you're not gonna grow a vagina by ordering a foo-foo drink, quote-unquote. Like, you're not gonna become lesser of a man because of what you enjoy like I grew up in a town in northeast Philly where that was the case where a lot of people a lot of men were very very concerned with their masculinity and they still very much are that's why I don't live there anymore uh, it's, it's it's an old school way of thinking and it's nonsense but much of that is it, it's just I, I was never concerned with that sort of thing. And I'm look, to to qualify it, I'm not cliche manly. I'm five foot four, chubby, whatever. I'm confident in who I am. I'm I guess you could say I'm manly in that sense. But I'm very confident in who I am. I'm comfortable with who I am. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. It's like feeling good about yourself. Being a man, like being male, being And and defining who that is for yourself. Like, you don't need to fall into these typical constructs of what it is, of what what men are, what men should be. It's all nonsense. Like, you should be looking at everything that you see in your life and questioning it. And realizing that your decision to be manly, quote-unquote, is somewhat a decision and somewhat not. You did not choose to be born into this world. You did not choose to be surrounded by other men who are insecure about their own manliness and therefore projected that on you, and now you're projecting that on other people. You need to realize that you have a lot more control about changing your behavior than you realize. If you're being shitty, a shitty man who's being terrible to people to prove your quote-unquote manliness, you need to realize that that's a behavior that you can change. So I want to clarify one thing: uh, when I say expressing emotions, I mean appropriately. I mean saying thank you, saying please, saying that you're grateful to someone, calling your wife and telling you that telling her that you love her. Calling your mother and telling her that you love her. Calling her dad and telling you that you love him. Like, you can express those things. Like, you can you can talk to your buddy and tell him how great he is. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. And what I was getting at before by talking about northeast Philly and being a small town and so concerned with their manliness is, like, when I grew up, and I'm sure it's not just Philly, but there's places all over the country where we used to refer to things as, like, gay. Oh, that's gay. Like, in a negative way. Where it was just like, if somebody was being, like, a little less than manly or a little bit weird, there are still people that say that stuff. And it drives me nuts. Like, like I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> this is gonna be super blunt. And it might be not great to hear. But the only thing that makes you gay is the desire to bang dudes. <laughs> like, like it's true and there's nothing wrong with that gay men can be gay it's fine but to associate lack of manliness to gayness there are likely very manly gay men out there they just happen to like dudes but like like i'm what i'm trying to say is like manliness is often a it's just an agreeance and it's an agreed upon construct that that men have agreed is this thing that manliness should be but you can define that for yourself being ultimately quote unquote manliness is honor and respect and treating people openly and and being receptive to people and, and being a nice person, being a good person that's what makes you manly and then you know being a protector and being a provider like I know that that this is a world where men and women are working together and being more partnerships and being more, more so partners than ever which is amazing that is so good but I think it's instinctual in us as men to be protectors, to be providers to be the hunters and gatherers and there's nothing wrong with that either there's nothing wrong with being masculine but at the same time that masculinity can feel very toxic. Like, there, there's a difference between being uh, a genuine, masculine, confident person and being a toxic person that is predicating your manliness on what other people think. It doesn't matter what other people think of you as a manly person. Manly, it matters what you are doing as a man to the world around you. Does that make sense? I hope it really does. Because when it comes to expressing yourself, expressing your emotions, like, there's honestly nothing more manlier. Like, there's a YouTuber named Ashley Weston. She did a video recently about, like, things that men and women... Uh, things that women like or don't like um, from men. And m- most of the things that men think women are into don't apply. And the things that women are into often revolve around confidence and personality and being well put together as a person and being respectful to people and expressing yourself, expressing gratitude, expressing emotions, having a good relationship with your mother, <laughs> like that sort of stuff. Uh, and I honestly, that, those are the things that make men manly. So get over it. Get over Get over that feeling of like being concerned about what other men think when it comes to your manliness. You don't have to drink beer if you don't like beer. Like, stop. It doesn't. Who cares? You know. Express who you are. Be confident in who you are, and help other men feel the same way. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast and talk about mental health today because it's a very important topic. You'll see in my Twitter account I put mental health advocate because I want to talk about it. I want people to be more open in talking about it. And that's why there's there's this stigma because other people are defining what mental health is. And we as the mental health people who are dealing with it and suffering with it and embracing it and learning from it need to be the people that talk about it and share it with the world. So that was a bit of a doozy but I feel pretty good about it um, uh, it's you know this topic of of men and emotional emotions and mental health uh, it's super important I think it's I think it's one of the big problems in society in American societies is this overt desire to be manly to 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 become this caricature of a man that doesn't doesn't actually exist it it exists in the movies it's the 80s action hero and it's like you can be manly in a lot of those ways but it's also not unmanly to be to not be that you know because not every man is going to be that you know it's this alpha and beta nonsense is ridiculous Uh, often you can be the alpha of a different subject or a different Situation or environment. Um, It it depends on what you're dealing with. And to put people below you to say that someone's a beta male is kind of ridiculous. Really, if anyone wants to define a beta male, it's usually just a guy that's insecure. And really, I would want to lift those guys up. I would want them to feel more confident in themselves and not feel like they need to fight everyone or to prove anything. Because you don't do you have to prove anything to like it's not we're not in this world where there's like this land grab where you have to literally fight people for territory you go to a real estate agent you buy a house like you don't have to fight someone to get that stuff you don't have to fight someone to get a woman to you you do online dating and you find someone that you connect with like, there's more than ever, we live in a world where we don't have to. And maybe there's a latent desire to do that sort of thing. And that's where I think video games are healthy. Because it kind of lets you get that primal urge out. And I think we need more avenues of getting a lot of that primal stuff out. Because then it leaks into territories that don't necessarily need to... We don't necessarily need to uh, to express those t- things in. Um, so, I mean, you know, join... Join clubs, join other, you know, watch YouTubers that are expressing manliness and style. The art of manliness is amazing. It's an amazing podcast. Um, it's one of my favorites. They, they talk about great articles and um, I think men need just as much support as women do. Um, and I, I think it's amazing that there is so much support out there for social change and growth when it comes to um, women and minorities but we can't ignore men as a result either Um, so I'm not saying focus on men as opposed to women, I'm saying let's include men in the conversation Um, let's include mental health and let's, let's make mental health a general discussion for everyone and not just special cases I don't want people to just talk about suicide when somebody commits, them, commits suicide themselves and shares these hotlines I want people to care about each other's mental health, I want them to think about their children's mental health and think about how they feel and not necessarily try to inject how we want we wanted to feel as a kid onto them that's a whole other thing <laughs> so I mean there's topics we can talk about how about how men treat women which is, there's so much wrong about that that needs to be fixed, um, but ultimately, I feel like if men can feel more secure with themselves, then they would treat women better. They would treat each other better, and they would treat their parents better. They would treat everyone surrounding them with better respect and understand that if a woman doesn't like you, she just doesn't like you. Like it's it's not even her fault. It's like it's it's chemicals and chemistry and how she feels, and and that's okay. There are other options. There are 7 billion people in the world. You're going to find a girl that's going to want to spend time with you. Don't get upset about it. I mean, express yourself rationally and say... You can say to her that you were disappointed and I'm sorry this didn't work. And then you move on. That's that's an appropriate expression of your emotions. But often you just bottle it up and you're just like, Ah, fuck you. That's stupid. Don't do that. Anyway... (laughs) I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic with men and mental health at rivalmydesign on Twitter and uh rivalmydesign.com or hi my name is christian.com and listen next time. Bye. I was about to post this podcast and I had one last thought before we move on with our lies. <laughs> um, when it comes to men and comfortably expressing their emotions, it's not just a male responsibility. There are a lot of women out there who also push those stereotypes and expect that of men. And it, I think that ends up pushing men to continue to be this unhealthy version of men more than anything, because they think that's what women like. And women think that that's what men should be. And often that's that turns out to be not good. <laughs> um and, you know there was one time where I was at uh I was at the dinner with my wife and I had gotten like a strawberry daiquiri or some some kind of something uh like that and the waitress asked me like so why are you getting that drink? I'm like, I don't know, it sounds like it tastes good. And um, she brought it back, and then she just kind of made this face of this very like judgy like, "Here's your foo foo drink." I'm like, "Okay, thanks. I'm gonna enjoy it." She's like, "How?" And she kept kind of like badgering me little, little by little, and I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, what does it matter? I like it. It's delicious. Like, it's not gonna take the hair off of my nuts, like, or something. Like something that some dude would say." Um, like, it's not going to ruin my masculinity, my sense of purpose, my sense of loving my wife or being attracted to her or wanting to have kids or have sex or whatever. Like, it doesn't change any of that, so why, why does that matter? What is your false perception of me, your, your, your ridiculous perception of, of quote-unquote manliness matter? Like for all you know I, I could be like a super rugged type when I go home and do manly things when I go home but then in, still enjoy a daiquiri like you can enjoy yourself that's fine Like I, I just think it's nonsensical and I think it's even worse when women continue to do it for men uh, because it makes men feel like they need to do it so I think the ownership falls on everyone to really think about how you're affecting people with your perceptions of of what manliness quote unquote should be. I think most of it is stupid. Um, I, I, I think some of it is acceptable I think but most of it is pretty stupid. I, you know look I, this is something more than anything that I would love to hear people's feedback on because I think a lot of people are very passionate about their perceptions of manliness particularly, uh, I think a lot of women are like, I like this type of guy who is very like angry and aggressive all the time and blah, blah, blah. Um, sometimes they like the angry, insecure types, but I don't know. Maybe that's why there's a 50% uh, divorce rate in the country because people expect that of each other. And then when you get into it, it's not very sustainable. Maybe that's what it is. I don't really know. I'm not going to say I know. But that could be what it is. So just think about that for a little bit. Let that marinate. Let that stew. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. And uh, I hope you guys have a good day. I'm going to go home and relax. Rest my brain for a while. Um, And uh, feel free to chat with me on Twitter at RivalMyDesign or on uh, Instagram at RivalMyDesign. RivalMyDesign.com! And um, YouTube and Snapchat, all the same name, and all that good stuff. Hi, my name is Christian.com, and thank you for listening to the C-Note Audio Extravaganza, and I will catch you on the next time.